just grab them in the brisket. Another one is my um, lone shoe theory. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but driving down the, the road or maybe walking or hiking or whatever, you always come across just one shoe. Like, it's always just one shoe. Where's never, the other shoe at? You never see a pair of shoes. Just, I mean, a pair just sitting there. But whether you're going down the highway or whatever, you like, I don't know if you guys noticed that, but I mean, I see that shit all the time. Well, we, like, we saw that uh, Sunday at Crystal Beach. Yeah. There was a sandal. Just one sandal. On the road, back and forth from to get from the houses to the to the beach. It's like, because now I'm thinking about, huh, when's, when's the last time? But a lot of times I associate that with people getting ran over. Fucking shoe just flying off somewhere, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. That's how Frank Alton sees the shoe. Oh shit! Somebody died. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome in, guys. This is the Grab Him in the Brisket podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Alton, go ahead and give them the business where they can get a hold of us. Guys, we need your feedback, man. We're on all the social medias. You got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. Grab them in the brisket at gmail Get a hold of us. Give us your feedback. Good, bad, indifferent. It don't matter. We love it all. Yeah, we want your stories, we want your barbecue wins, your fails. So And your secrets. And Give me all secrets. your barbecue secrets. <laughs> yeah, let's just jump right into it. Uh, how's everybody's week been today? Yeah, so yeah, we've got a c I you know, let me go. You know what? Since y'all are just playing coy, right? That's a good word. Let me tell you about my week. Perfect. John, tell me about your week. So last week I started my low calorie diet. Uh, by the weekend I had quit. This week I started keto. You've already quit. No, I didn't quit yet. No, I'm doing good, actually. That's why you guys are drinking beer and I'm sucking on this can of water. Uh, you can have whiskey, sir. I don't believe that's keto. Mandy that's drinks serious. whiskey. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do some research on that. Mandy that's drinks true. whiskey. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good, John. Congratulations. Thanks. Have you have you lost any... Yeah, I'm down like mm, six pounds, maybe. Oh, that's solid, man. In one day. Oh, like four days. Okay. That's probably not healthy weight to be losing. Uh, it's probably just from stopping drinking beer. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yep, I'm right there with you then. So, Well, don't let me turn you into an alcoholic, but yes, you can have whiskey, according to Mandy, on that keto diet. So, I feel like people just make up, make up shit like, no, no, no popcorn's works, good for that you. Works for them, that works for them, yeah. It just works and, for, and works so for her. It may not work for everybody three else. Three quarts right. today. So, so you, can, you can have whiskey, but you can't have vodka. I, I believe you, yeah, she said you can sense. have vodka too. I don't know. Yeah. But she does she does drink whiskey on this keto diet. So I do have a, I did buy you a bottle of uh, Topo Chico over there, John. Nice. Boom. Yes, I can put that to use. I didn't know if uh, that was part of your keto diet. Well, we do know where we can't get ice from if we need ice for that drink that he's going to make. Isn't that correct, sir? Yeah, my ice, ice machine doesn't work. Had <laughs> a really lovely week. So, well, tell us more about it. Yeah, yeah. So I was out today, and um, I got the lovely text message from the wife that says, "Hey, just FYI, you know, ice machine doesn't work. Oh, and everything's unfrozen and uh, and thawed out in the freezer. So apparently the freezer's gone out too. So of course I, I get this message as I'm basically setting up for this this podcast here, and so I basically just walked off, walked straight home, walked in, and go straight to the freezer. Right? I'm trying to like figure out what this is what is this yeah it was a it's a burrito problem that's what it is when people shove burritos uh in the freezer and don't allow the door to close all the way and that stays that way for i don't know a couple of days then generally speaking you don't have anything that's going to be frozen stuff tends to thaw out at that point it does yeah it does uh you're probably your ice machine don't make ice either i'm just putting yeah, it's one plus one equals two these little things that i'm yeah. So, was there any meat in there? Like, yeah, the briskets, there's, there's ribs, meat. stuff like that. Yeah, I'll be cooking. So, that's a that's a lovely little thing to walk well, home to. Well, that's perfect. Yeah. So you got to cook it tomorrow. Tomorrow's opening day of football. It is well, at least for tomorrow. NFL. Yeah, but I've got so. plenty of meat to cook up. There so you go. I'm excited, dude. Opening new football, man. Dude. Oh man, we've been waiting for this for I don't know. It's been a few months. It, it's been a, since been a February few for sure. So. Yeah. Growing up in the, the Houston area, of course, everybody loves the Oilers. They have since moved off, and, and now we have the Texans. But back in the day, I mean, we used to get kind of, as kids, me and Jan used to kind of drug around a little bit, and we would go 
uh, visited a couple of like little bars, little ice houses, whatever the mom and dad wanted to go uh, stop at. But one one particular one that they went to, which was close to where they worked at, and which was relatively close to the Astrodome, was this bar that was called Laddie's Ice House. And it was something that all the players, the Oilers I'm speaking of, love to go after practice, especially during preseason, during training camp. After they would train, they would go hit up this place and literally just knock back beers. I mean, they would bring these rookies in and do a little rookie hazing. And so their their deal was... When fun was allowed. For sure, yeah. Uh, their deal was they had this probably three beer funnel and they would fill it up and then they would give it to the rookie or rookies and they would have to chug all three beers and after they got finished chugging the beer they would have to blow the foam onto the roof of this bar and if they could not blow the foam onto the roof of the bar they had to do it again Mm. yeah that doesn't sound like something that would be easier the second time how high was this roof it wasn't that high. It was probably maybe about the high as the ceiling. Yeah, in that's high enough, man. Eight, yeah. feet. After right? you just chug, you're out of breath. Well, like, they're they're big guys. For they're sure. not like you and I. Right. <laughs> they're more of like. They can well, roll. not you, John. Either they're not like you. Uh, they're like James, right? So passive, not- just sweet guys. Probably about five eight, five ten. Just super nice. Yeah, none of them were on no. steroids or any type of like performance enhancing type stuff. They're like six six and. 285 and that's a large basically their pinkies filled up the funnel tube right that's how their hands are so massive right and then you got some 21 22 year old kid in there in the bar this is probably 22 23 and then now he's forced to just well they all loved it they all loved it yeah i mean you you can imagine me and jan were probably maybe 12 12 years old i mean freaking kid in the candy store i mean we're sitting there right there in the mix of all these oiler players and more specifically i mean it was the the oilers offensive unit uh, so you had the offensive line i'm pretty sure you, there was some some wide receivers there i don't think moon was there no i, I think never moon saw was the he was the guy's like nah i got he's doing his own little thing um so but the the whole rest of the offensive unit would come together drink you know, I guess basically just build camaraderie and just like, you know, get ready for the football season. Cool Me place. and Jan, we're like, okay, let's get some autographs. I mean, what else are you going to do? So, <laughs> and the only thing we can really get our hands on being in a bar setting is like styrofoam cups. <laughs> and so we're like, well, this will do. So, yeah, but it wasn't, if you remember right, you know, it wasn't that we just decided to do this. We never would have approached these people in a bar, right? Like my parents. My parents knew a couple of the players. So it wasn't like we just, like, two 12-year-old kids walked to a bar and was tired from cups saying, give me your give me your autograph, right? So one of the players was like, hey, Jan James. Uh, I think I think they gave us the cups. He gave us, like, here, go. Let's, come on, let's get some autographs. Oh, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, Super nice guys. I mean, they were just like, hey, knocking back their beers, gave us the cup to go get autographs. And so we're just, okay. I mean, it was like a freaking – uh, scavenger hunt to us. I mean, we're sitting there going to every offensive lineman and every different tables, every different tables, and they're all sitting at different tables. And we're, we're getting everybody's autograph, and I mean, we're just stoked. We get to probably the last gentleman, and he's off in the corner by himself, and he was a little bit smaller, and we we knew who he was, and it was uh, the the kicker, the Aldo Greco, the, the Greco, kicker. Yeah. yeah. So we're like. Well, let's go get Mr. Del Greco's autograph, and and that's pretty much how we approached it. We like Mr. Del Greco, can we get your autograph? And he was kind of a jackass. He was like, <laughs> what did he tell us? He was like, basically just beat it. Yeah, you he's know? like, no, no, I just get, no, beat it, kid. I'm didn't not, have time for it. Not doing that. He, he's busy doing. Whatever it is, they didn't have cell nothing. phones like that back then. Right. It's not You're like he sitting was by yourself with a crossword puzzle or something. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, he was on the Twitter. Yeah, and I mean, after going from table to table and meeting all these players, and everybody was so cordial and nice, just like, oh, here you go, good kid, man, man, yeah. We get to this one last person, and it was just rejected. It's just like you felt dejected, and just like, what? You're not supposed to say no. We sat there for a second, which, I mean, for me, it felt like 
you know, longer than what it was. But, I mean, all of a sudden, the table right next to us just happened to be the offensive line for the Oilers. And they just all just stood up at once because they obviously overheard this rejection. Yeah, we started to walk off. We were, we were, we were fine. Yeah. Like, right. Like, okay. Yeah. Oh, yep, thanks. No big deal. Don't want it. You know? Yeah, butthole. Yeah. And so the whole offensive line just stands up and just pretty much surrounds Al DeGreco. <laughs> what were the words that they said? Do you, you remember, James? You're going to sign this or... We're going to kick your ass all up and down this bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, almost wish he hadn't signed it. Did he sign it? He signed. He signed it. Uh, he, graciously, he we, signed it. We were like, we didn't even want to walk back over to him. We we're like, we're good. We don't. We don't want. We don't any, need like, his autograph. We don't. It's fine. Yeah. We don't yeah. like him. They're yeah. like, get over here now. You sign the cup. I mean, he was just like. I mean, penmanship was nice, right? Well, he's so, probably going to look sure. for extra cups just to sign you extra autographs. Right. He's yeah, like, he'd be like, I, uh, I don't want to catch this ass whooping, little boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to my wa- two favorite fans. Yes. Yeah. Can yeah. I wash your car? Yeah, that was cool. That was a cool moment. But yeah, super stoked for the football season to roll around. Sure. So, mm-hmm. uh, probably the wives aren't super stoked for football season to roll around. But I mean, hey, let me tell you what happened to me yesterday, guys. I had a little bit of a problem. I've been talking about my garage uh, to my family, my son. I've been asking him a little bit. He's he's not really got on board with helping me, but I need to clean my garage a little bit, right? I usually do this in the springtime or do this, right, spring cleaning, but it's just driving me nuts. It's not organized like I want it to be, and I want it to be organized. So I took a few boxes out yesterday. It's like three or four boxes, and there's like a one little blanket or something, right? I thought, you know what? Just throw it in the back of the truck. I mean, trash is not going to come for another day. I don't know if it's going to rain or not. I was like, I'll just take it over to the dumpster. And and let me stop right here. Think about this in, in your head, guys. Y'all, we all go and throw some stuff away. We're not killing Mother Earth, right? We're not dumping contaminants on the ground or whatever else. Uh, I did not realize this is actually a, a big deal. I mean, eventually or, it does end up into the ground. Well, James, it's just somebody else well, puts it in the ground for you can, us. You can... You can there's and a recycling center, so we have Correct. recycling centers and everything else. Um, Is that where you went, the recycling center? Yeah, yeah. I went to uh, I it's went exactly to a dumpster. And uh, just to <laughs> preface this, this is on a holiday weekend. So after a holiday weekend, but I didn't put any trash. I didn't bring. I like I said, I brought a couple of boxes that were been. They're kind of big boxes that I kind okay. of broke down. Four boxes and a blanket, right? Small little blanket. I thought, eh, probably that small. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was kind of a quite large blanket. That's kind of one of the reasons why I really wanted to take it to the thing, you know. So, uh, which, by the way, it looks like shit or trash when you have a blanket outside your house just, just sitting out of the way, waiting for their... Your, put it your, in a bag. Just would, a trash fit. bag? Wouldn't fit. Wow, that's a big blanket. It's a big blanket, man. I have big trash bags. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so a California King. California under. King, Ugg blanket. Ugg blanket. Yeah. That sounds expensive. It was expensive, but it's, it's old. found it in my garage, just... Kind of tucked away, just sitting in their garage for last probably I don't know, two months. Yeah. Did you say UGG? UGG, yeah. Like the boots? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they're nice, man. They're soft. They hey, pretty I recommend much make everything nowadays. I recommend okay. them. I saw um, some, uh, not to um, no, go ahead and side, side trail you there, yeah. but uh, sidetrack. Mm-hmm. Interrupt I saw some. <laughs> I saw <laughs> some. <laughs> Interrupt me. See how it works out for you. I saw nope. some UGG mm-hmm. sandals. Huh. For That's weird. I'm pretty sure almost 152 bills. Horrible. Just disgusting. Wasn't the whole premise of UGG boots and stuff like that for warm? To keep your feet warm. To keep you warm. To keep you and you warm. got sandals. Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Jan. I'm sorry. Yeah, those are to keep your feet warm in cool weather or hot weather. Quick recap. Yeah. You're dumping a huge blanket and some boxes dumping in a, a dumpster. Dumping a blanket in a dumpster. It takes me like 15 seconds to unload these boxes, right? Because they're empty. There's nothing. Just cardboard boxes. Cardboard boxes, James. So I put them. I put them in the thing, and next thing you know, I you put them. Okay. I put them in the dumpster. You put them in a dumpster, and where's this dumpster located? It's at the front of my neighborhood. So okay, the front of my neighborhood is uh, there's an apartment complex there. So it's behind behind that is our neighborhood, where there's houses, and they have like I don't know, probably six to eight dumpsters over there. Right. That's their. That's their dumpsters, I, I guess. Right? It, yeah, I guess they belong to the private complex. So I did not understand or really think about the difference because I do live in this city, right? So I live like a block away 
And I just kind of figured like, okay, I pay for my water and I trash. Right. And they pay for water and trash. It really, not really a difference. Right? Which, probably the mm. tenants. What? I'm already paying. Like, so it's like, a, so everybody's paying Terraland. Probably tenants pay their own gas. Yeah. That's where we live. trash and stuff like that. So really and truthfully, it's not really, to me, I was like, I, I, it's like I live out of town. Right? I live in like League City or Houston. I drove to Pearland yeah. to dump something. Right? I, I live in Louisiana and yeah. I'm going to drive over yeah. here to Houston to, to dump, dump my, my trash. blankets and uh, my, my cardboard boxes. So this guy pulls up and he's like, hey, hey, Mr. Moore. I was like, hey, how are you? He you knew know? your name. Yeah. I said, hey, how are you? He's like, Jan Moore, right? And I said, yeah. I was like, do I know you? He's like, nope. You're illegal jumping. You're illegal. Dump- I can't even talk right now. I'm so aggravated. I've been I was up till midnight <laughs> last night talking about thinking about this. All right, so I did a, for a split second. Did you think maybe he recognized you from the podcast? <laughs> yeah, you recognized. I thought he did recognize you for sure. The podcast for sure, uh, not for the podcast. Just he's like recognize this guy knows. Me. Yeah, he knows me. I know him. I I didn't know him because I was like, I've been. What is your name, sir? I don't know you. I'm standing there. I'm like, uh, okay, yeah. He goes, hey, you're. Uh, this is illegal what you're doing. And I was like, kind of nonchalant about it. I was like, ha, nah, I don't think so. All right, thanks. And I'm like going to get the last box. I'm just going to chunk it in real quick, you know. He's like, sir, turn around. And I'm like looking over at him. And he's like, this is illegal. I'm a cop. And I'm like, okay. I- I'm sorry. Was uh, he in uniform? No, no. He's just in his truck. He's got somebody on speed dial or on, on phone, on speakerphone. And I guess it's dispatch. He's called into his dispatch. He's already ran my plates. That off fast. Duty, off duty cop. Off duty cop. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, what a douche. Now, so I'm looking at him. I'm like, okay, is this real? Is this like fake or something? You know, it's not like I said. It's not like one of my neighbors went out and purchased a dumpster and decided to like do a home remodel. To me, I'd be like, okay, that's clearly their dumpster. I understand that. It's sort of the same thing. Well, not really, because these are fixture dumpsters that are there every single day. Like, uh-huh. They get picked up every week. My trash gets picked up every week. Well, okay, so it's all part of the city at that point. For the residents. Yeah, correct. If I so roll I, over to your house and fill your dumpster up with my trash, that's fine? Or in the front yes, of your house. In the front of your I house. I wouldn't care at all. No, in the front I, of I don't, your house. I don't, I don't care. I, so I did a lot of searching last night, just looking at this and thinking about this. I ran across a couple of articles, a couple of douchebags, like just blasting people. But to be honest with you, I did not know that it was illegal. I don't. I mean, we've all done it here. I mean, we've. I mean, dumped <laughs> this this apartment complex, and there's no gates in this apartment. There's complex. nothing saying posted private it property. You leave our neighborhood, and then you go into this apartment complex. So I mean, last I recall, I mean, I don't remember seeing signs that said. No dumping. You couldn't dump. Fines. Well, no, yeah. Maybe yeah. there is. Or, or, or Maybe how about is. private trash cans? If I just saw yeah. that, I wouldn't have put anything in private there. Private property. Right. So I'm standing there looking at this cop, and I'm just like, I say, I'm sorry, man. I say, I, I think maybe maybe I'm, I'm mistaken, or maybe you're mistaken, but I was like, I, I live right. He goes, yeah, you live like three streets over. This guy basically just, he, he just comes off super rude, just super just like confrontational. I get maybe you're a cop and you have to be that way. Maybe that's the way you're just ingrained or something. But I probably had enough. I don't talk a lot of shit. I don't get, I don't get lippy or anything else. I probably was so aggravated yesterday. I was kind of wanting the guy to get out of the vehicle, to be honest with you. Like, I was just like, just get out of the vehicle, man. I, I know you want to right now. I, so I know I started pushing the buttons a little bit with him. And, and, and so in the beginning, I'm, I'm very nice. I'm very cordial. I was like, sir, I, said, I, I apologize. I did not know that was illegal. And as soon as I said it, he fires back. Don't play dumb with me. You know. You know. That's how he's talking about. You know. And I'm like, okay, no, I know. I didn't know, actually. He goes, yeah, you do. I said, no, I didn't know. I, I live three or four streets over. Like, I pay. I live here. Like, I, I pay my, my, my taxes and my, my water bill and my trash bill, which is the same as this place. I said, I just didn't want this sitting out on the street. Maybe it rains. Maybe it just causes a big mess or something. I didn't want that, you know. At this point, he's already yelling. I kind of walk away for a second because so I, know, I know I'm fixing to, like, start yelling back at him. And so I, I nicely walk over. I was like, okay, so what, what do we do here? Like, what do we, like, I'll just take us out or whatever. And he's like, no, I'm calling the police. They're, they're coming out. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Call them out, man. I said, I, I really didn't know. 
Uh, at this point, he's probably smarted off like four or five times, you know, just being a freaking jerk, right? So at this point, I've already lost it. Does he live in those apartments, you think? I think so, yeah. He's like a security officer or whatever. So I, I've already lost it, you know. I'm, I'm looking at him, and I was like, hey, excuse me, what, what part of my demeanor warrants this type of conversation that we're having? Like, I said, I think, I think you're being super rude. I think you're being an asshole. He is automatically just like, you don't talk to me like that. I'll take you to jail. That's how he just responds to everything. I'll take you to jail. And then I'm looking at him, and I'm like, I think you're mistaken because you ain't taking me to jail. <laughs> and then he's looking at me he's like you're going I'll take you to jail I was like you ain't doing shit you're not even from this city you ain't taking nobody to jail I said in fact why don't you move your car you're blocking traffic and he's basically he's like you don't tell me what to do and I was like move your damn car you're blocking traffic go on move your car come on move your car come on move your car the whole ass. time he's looking at me I said sir move your effing car let's go move your car you're blocking traffic Look at you, blocking traffic. Come on. I know you want to move your car. so I'm going to move my car, but it's not because you're telling me to exactly, move my car. Exactly. Exactly. So he finally he, he shoots forward. I thought he was going to get out of his vehicle. I was like, okay, he's going to get out of his vehicle, and I'm probably going to get arrested now. Right? I, I'm already, my mind's already made up. I was like, I'm just going to get arrested. It's fine. He stays in his vehicle, though, which is, you know, I probably kind of respect that a little bit because I think I did push his buttons right there. I, I'm you glad think? he was a bigger guy. He probably would have pummeled me, to be honest with you, or maybe he wouldn't. Maybe, maybe old guy Rick gets a. Uh... No, I'm just kidding. No, I wouldn't have done anything, and and very thankful he did stay in his car because I, at this point I was pretty heated. Uh, I did walk away from it and stood there, and he basically he basically came back and said, "Hey, I already called the police. I already had my phone out. I was like, I'm already calling the police at this point. I'm like, dude, I can't get them here fast enough so I can get out of here. I just want to leave." I feel embarrassed a little bit, right? It's kind of, kind of a, a, a moment you get after this. And then I just really hatred uh, for this guy. So last night uh, at midnight, I went back and I put all of my uh, blanket, my boxes, in the back of his truck. You did not. I did. He knows where you live. Just knows my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, so dumb. He I just saw you do it. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I, w- I was laying in bed at like 11.45 last night. I could not take it anymore. I'd already Googled, exhausted all of my resources. So I already had everything still in the back of my truck, right? And so I just drove over there, drove around the neighborhood. So wait, uh, the stuff was still in the back of your truck? Yeah, I pulled everything out. I'd, like oh, I said, man. I'd already pulled all the boxes out. <laughs> so I found his truck because I, I looked over and I put everything in the back of his truck. I'm guilty. Take me to jail. <laughs> Did you check to make sure the boxes weren't marked with your address? Yeah, no. Fin- I dusted them already. There's no fingerprints. <laughs> There's nothing left. It's going to trace me back to my house. There's Other no than DNA. This, this recording right here. This recording right here. So, come do it. Right? Come on with it. Would have been awesome if you would have just told him. It was like, hey, have you ever seen a Texas Ranger badge before? Yeah, I should have <laughs> said that. Should have because I have. I got a. Uh, what did I get? I got a, a, tresp- a criminal trespassing warning charge. That's what I got out of this, by the way. Hmm. Cops showed up. They were they were serious. The cops did show up. Yeah, pl- yeah. Apparently, the police department showed up. That's for sure. So, yeah, they were super nice. They were cool about it. Uh, the guy was like, "Why? Why'd you do that?" And I said, "I said, frankly, I didn't know that was a big deal." He could look in the back of my truck and see there was like four little items. He was like, "Okay, like whatever." This guy's obviously just lost it or just had enough of illegal trash and dumpster which is like whatever just keeps him up at night that he just sits there and just thinks about people just dumping trash bag after trash bag into their dumpsters i'm not allowed to go back over there i will get arrested that's what they told me you can't be over here you don't live here so now i've so my other thing is can't even visit no that's the deal so if i know somebody that lives there what if i move over there that's my, so I thought about renting an apartment there just so I could live there, so I could dump shit in there and still have an address at 2915, right? Oh, that'd be fantastic. That's what I'm thinking about. So if we can get like a GoFundMe, that's what yes. I really want. Listeners, give, give me, send in give, money. Give me yeah. one month of rent just so I can just pile as much shit over there that I want. Yes, let's and then pull I'll, up all eight dumpsters. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank We're going to go, yeah, we'll, we'll start a, like a Kickstarter fund or a GoFundMe fund. That's what I need uh, because I am... I literally can't get this guy out of my head. I'm, I'm not crazy, 
I'm not saying I'm doing something crazy. I'm just saying that it really just, I do not appreciate, I don't appreciate assholes. So well, let's slide in and we'll, uh, start talking a little bit about, uh, I don't know, barbecue. I mean, you guys want to go into the barbecue segment, trying to come up with a topic point for us to um, converse about barbecue, converse about barbecue. And nice. It just sounds so weird. So I, I've got one for you, James. Yes. This Monday we just had. I went over to James's house. Which is the he reason was in the, it was a holiday, did not pick up the trash. I didn't put any trash out. I just did this. Well, all that's over. what I'm saying. That's why you had to uh, keep it. No, it was I did all day. that. I, I, I made that all Tuesday. It was all Tuesday deal. Damn it. I was trying so, to, I was no, trying no, to no, get no, you back. No, Damn no, it. no. I, I take care of my own stuff. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so James had a awesome little barbecue this Monday. Tell them your little method on these uh, baby back ribs, man, because they were, they were phenomenal. Like I'm not saying secret rub or anything. I'm just saying your cooking method you did on this. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not super secret, and I mean the rub's not super secret, but I mean, baby back ribs are phenomenal, and I, I think we've probably thrown a um, Twitter poll out there trying to figure out what everybody likes as far as ribs go, because you got your baby backs, you got your spare ribs you got your st louis cuts all that stuff like that so i like all of them and they all have their would you say benefits their pros and cons so to speak your spare ribs you're gonna have a a crap ton of meat so i mean this thing comes and it looks like it's probably about as wide as a brisket and it's about as long as a brisket so i mean it has the the rib tips and the little shoulder blade that's still on it so plenty of meat right and then st louis cut you take the spare rib and then you basically just cut that back plate, that backbone off of it, and you have a St. Louis cut. It's almost like a knuckle, right? Pretty or something. Much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the uh, Twitter poll, it looked like overwhelmingly like baby back ribs won out on all of them. So it was looks like they won about fifty four percent with St. Louis cut coming in at twenty seven percent, which St. Louis cut is what we do in our competition. So going back to what Jan was saying, so I picked up a couple of baby back ribs, and and again, I'm by no means the expert at cooking this, but I threw it on my Traeger, basically just rubbed it down with mustard, and then just hit it with a salt and pepper rub, just SPG, salt, pepper, garlic, and then I, I went ahead and threw a little extra Tony Sacheries, which is a Cajun spice, yeah, give it a little bit more of a, a heat to it. So smoke that 275 for about two hours, and then the the meat started drawing off the bone pretty good. So once I got to that point, I was like, okay, so I need to ratchet up the heat so I can get like a nice little kind of like a, a, a sear, a little bit of a crust to it. So I had my Weber already fired up. I was doing some links, and I think I was grilling some veggies or whatever it was. So threw the baby backs onto the Weber, seared kind of both sides let it sit off on the side i think probably maybe another hour maybe 30 minutes and that was it i mean they were ready to go pull them off let them rest for like about 10 15 minutes and then start slicing and cutting off i mean cooking those things are totally different from doing like st louis cut i mean st louis cut or the spare rib because you want to cook those a little bit more low and slow so that meat kind of renders on the baby backs, I mean, there's not a whole lot of meat on there. And what meat there is, it's super tender and juicy. So, I mean, you can get away with only cooking it for like, what would I would say, probably maybe two and a half hours, maybe three hours max. Hmm. But they, they were, were phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. They were really good. Yeah. They were they were phenomenal. Yeah. No, no sauce. Good word. Yeah. No sauce, by the way. Yeah, no sauce. No sauce. I came across an article the other day, and they were talking about barbecue myths. And that kind of got me thinking a little bit. And so my wheels started spinning, trying to come up with my own barbecue myths. And I figured we can probably throw them around and have a little discussion about it and see if you guys think that's true or not or and whatever you have to add on to that as well. Okay, so one of the myths that I came up with was barbecue sauce is not a great marinade. I mean, I've seen it all over the internet where they're like eh, doing some barbecue chicken you know go ahead and just dump it in the barbecue sauce just coat it and then let it sit for a couple hours and then you can throw it on the grill and start cooking 
uh, and it's just super fantastic and the flavor is great, but it's going to burn, right? I guess it depends on the sauce, how sweet it is, but it seems like you're just using it as a binder at that point or something, right? I would agree. It's like using or mustard a mask. or mayo, right? right. It's like a use mask. mayo in your bread, yeah. toast yeah. it up. But if you use any type of sauce to marinate in and that has a high level of sugar, then it's just going to burn. It would burn very fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to burn pretty quickly. I mean, especially if you're grilling. Maybe if you're doing like an indirect type cooking on an offset smoker that you might be able to but still that's probably like a couple of hours that that piece of meat's going to be on the grill to cook and that's just a lot of time for that sugar to sit there and caramelize and then go well past the caramelization phase and go right into smack dab burnt bitter tastes like shit trash throw it in the trash <laughs> ordering a pizza so as john says Another one, Jan may have some thoughts on this. Cooking brisket fat side up makes the meat more juicier. So it, I do have a lot of thoughts on that one. I actually, probably one, one thought that comes to mind is myth. To me, it's a myth. I've, I've tried it. I've done it. I've cooked them both ways. I think heat rises. And you're in a chamber and heat pushes down from the top of the chamber, right? It's kind of a swirling or moving throughout your pit. I get that kind of, but I think that I would rather have the fat side down for me and it protects the meat versus fat side up where it's not going to, I mean, it's a piece of meat doesn't allow drippings to run through the meat all the way to the bottom. It pulls and then it runs off the, off the top. Right. I mean, so yeah, that's to me, it's a myth. Like it's, yeah, I think where it comes down to, or what, what really comes into play, is what you're cooking the brisket on. So if you're cooking on something that is has a lot of heat coming from the bottom, you're probably going to want to put that fat side down to kind of help provide a barrier to the meat. If you're doing indirect, indirect, I don't think it really matters if it's, top, yeah. if it's fat side up, fat side down. Now, I don't think matter. it matters, but there's nothing worse than I hate watching is some person slice a piece of brisket and they they start slicing from the top and like two inches of it is just the fat and then they go into the piece of meat. I think it looks ugly. I think it doesn't, you're not adding to the taste. Right. I in, say in just any way. trim most of that stuff off anyway and don't worry about it. Yeah. And, yeah. and what you're referring to is pretty much every barbecue restaurant nowadays. Without a doubt. They cook fat side up and then they're slicing right into fat until they get to the meat does not look attractive i don't mind having fat but i'm putting an eighth of an inch to a quarter of an inch of fat barrier uh, on the bottom side or leave i like the fat brings flavor and I, I do like that yeah but you want it to render i don't want a glob of fat to be on the meat when i'm going to eat it that just it tastes like grease right you're, you're losing you're losing the flavor of the meat over that i think but fat side down come on people yeah, get your shit together. Some of the stuff that I read, or some of the people that were you know posting about it. Okay, so you, you put it fat side up, and then as the brisket cooks, and not just brisket, I mean pork butt or whatever else you can think of that maybe have a fat cap or something, you cook it that way, and then as the meat cooks, the meat base and it's own juices its own fat that's just dripping and juicing and going through the meat that's total bullshit I mean, there's no way that this fat permeates through the meat no it doesn't because the brisket the meat you're using already is lined with fat like it's called marbleization yeah right that's what you're getting you're getting that that's the fat that's keeping get a good piece of meat and then you don't have to worry about that yeah. but that's the fat that's coming through the middle of the piece of meat. I mean, I don't know, but the only, th only thing a steak that, is pretty tough, guys. Yeah. So the only thing that the fat's doing is it's washing off your seasonings, and it's just dripping and dripping, and then done. I mean, it, whatever. We can put that to bed. I mean, come at us. I say come at us like we're being like very combative. <laughs> come at me, bro. Circumbative. Circumbative, bro. Uh, <laughs> if you have a different opinion, I mean, we'd love to freaking hear it. I mean, shoot us an email. Reach out. Twitter, we'd, we'd love to, to hear what you guys have to think about that thing. 
another myth that's been thrown out there is that people that cook in competition have the best barbecue out there. I would I'd probably agree with that as well. And it's one of those things that it might be a little little bit of subjective, but I mean, when you do a competition barbecue and you're injecting and you're seasoning and you're marinating and you're brining and you're doing all this stuff just for this one judge to have one bite to get one bite to compare that one bite to all the other little one bites that he gets from all the other competitors and then you become you know successful and you're you're able to win i mean does that make you the best barbecue pit master ever maybe not so much the best but i agree with the the whole premise of yeah if you're because the judges they're all completely different you know what i mean so if you can I don't know how many judges are judging each piece of meat every time. You know, you could have on that cook off. You know what I mean? You could have so, forty judges sitting yeah, out you there. Could. You could have ten judges try your 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 brisket. They will score mm-hmm. it, and then depending on how you score, it would go to a final table. Sure, right, and that final table would be matched up with ten other tables. Right, and then then you're down to whoever wins that wins. And I guess at that point, I guess what I'm getting to is if you're cooking for forty different judges. And if you're cooking at your house and there's 40 different people, and they all love it. To me, that's that means it's pretty good barbecue, even if you don't place or anything. And some of the stuff that I read was like, you can't open up a restaurant and cook for the people the competition style that you're used to, used to doing. Wouldn't be cost effective. It no, it wouldn't not. be cost effective. The meat would be over seasoned and just over. I mean, people would just get. Yeah, uh, I, well, I can't eat more of this. This is pretty pretty bad. So salt is one of the things that you hit on, right? So I, I think it's what James was referring to. So it has a lot of flavor. Salt is usually one of the flavors you, you pick up on. But I do think you can do a, a competition-style brisket. And maybe you are toning down your things a little bit, but you are seeing a lot more companies pop up right now that, that are putting out some pretty dang good food, you know? I don't know how well that translates into the competition world, but I know that those lines are merging and becoming more more blended than what they used to be. Used to, you're like, piece of meat, put some salt, put some pepper on it. That's West Texas style or Texas style brisket. You cook for a little bit, you wrapped it, that was it, right? And then pull it up and it tastes really just smoked. A smoked piece of meat really all you're getting. But now you're getting, you're getting a lot more flavors into these things, right? So... I don't know. I, I don't know if I. Yeah, I can see that. that. I do want to give a shout out, and I told him I would. There's a coworker of mine where I work at, so we've started doing a monthly apartment barbecue. Not a cook off, but each department's cooking barbecue every month at our job. So, and John, John used to own a catering business and stuff like that. He's been around cook offs and stuff like that. So he did five briskets, and he did he did he did a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of it by himself, but he had he I mean, he had some help here and there. And uh, but I, but he started listening to the podcast, and I told him I said, you know what, for your sake, you better hope that stuff's good, cause I will blast you if it's not. And his brisket was very phenomenal, very good. Thanks. Uh, I've seen some of the methods he does. I won't say them on this podcast. Um, yeah, man, tell us, yeah, tell us the secrets. <laughs> Everything does yeah. he put peanut butter on his brisket and bread? Yeah, and jelly. Yeah. He, uh, oh, that's weird. Yeah. It's a PBJ so, and brisket sandwich. But I did tell him. He's been listening. I, I told him I would give him a shout out. What's and, uh, John Chavers. All right, John. He did a, he did a good job. So, so we're challenging you now, John. I want to yeah. try this this so-called famous barbecue. And please send some home with and uh, Alden. you know what? I, was, so we can do a I, I don't know test. if I was the only one, but I know I was the only one that I, that I saw that he brought my own selection of meat to me. With the tongs and everything. He's like, here, I want you to try this. But yeah, he worked his tail off, dude, doing that, and uh, I commend him for it because he fed basically the entire company. But he did a phenomenal job. So nice, good for That's you, John. Cool. Dude, That's cool. Yeah, we love that shit. All right, last one on my list here that I found: barbecue can't be fast food. What do you guys think about that? It can't be cooked fast, but it could be fast food. I mean, all it is fast food just means it's served fast, right? Correct. Yeah, why? Why couldn't it be? Rudy's yeah. is, if, I mean, in that yeah, in that regards, Rudy's is fast food. If you think about it, because you're you're Rudy's ordering is, it, and you're getting it yeah. they don't have almost immediately. Through. Some of the articles, some of the stuff that I read was like it was 
Yeah, the idea of barbecue, cooking brisket, ribs, and all that stuff like that, that takes time to do it. But once it's all done, it's pretty easy and pretty right. fast to get it shelled Slice out and, and served to people. Sure. I mean, you necessarily don't have to sit four hours in line to get some Franklin's barbecue. Right. To get some decent barbecue. One little tidbit that I, I did see that McDonald's used to be a barbecue restaurant. I think I... Yeah, wasn't that in that movie? What's that movie? The McDonald's movie. They, they might have done... I, I have not seen that movie. But yeah, but it used yeah. to be something else before McDonald's started out as a barbecue restaurant, just like pretty much the whole hamburger revolution just took over and pushed all these barbecue restaurants out the out the door, so to speak, because burgers were fast, french fries, everything was really quick and very profitable to just push out the door and get out the door and you're done. So a lot of these restaurants, McDonald's being one, they're like, hey, we're going to focus on doing burgers, french fries, and shakes and not do the so-called barbecue. And that's that's pretty much their origins and how they got cranked up. And, and I know there's a bunch of like backstories and backstabbing and some really crazy shit that went along with yeah. the, the origins of a, McDonald's. A lot of good stuff going on. Yeah. I thought you were going to talk about like the most lethalist of playgrounds. Because McDonald's used to have some lethal playgrounds. Like you get your arm stuck in one of those little hamburger up there with the gel cell things on it, you know, or the the slides. I mean, stuff yeah, was that, dangerous. That that can go. That can be credited back just to the <laughs> maybe it's because I got my arm stuck in one of those. But right, that can be credited back to probably just the eighties in general, where everything was dangerous. Nobody really gave a shit about kids back then. Yeah, oh, like, dude, hey, oh, it's cute. It's a it's a fry guy. Look at him. <laughs> Look, hey, what about the clown that comes over and Ronald McDonald should shake your hand and be out there when you went to the McDonald's, right? Yeah. He'd be out there in a clown costume, some crazy guy that's, you know, he's there, right? You're, uh, like, you're shaking his hand. No. You're like, as a kid, you're like, this is the greatest day of my life, you know? But you don't know who's behind I that just hand. Ronald. Right. Right? Sea Grave, Texas, which I'll bring up all the time. That's where but did we want to come from. But the playground they had there was like a quadruple decker, dude. I mean, that slide had to have been all of five foot across and from the third deck and the metal slide is hot, but just accidents waiting to happen. But oh, you know what? We survived it. Oh, for sure. And not to you be know, that, uh, back in my day, we did this, whatever. But let's be real. Back in our day, playgrounds were outside, not inside in an air-conditioned environment. It was outside. Well, they found snakes in the, in the pit balls. Yeah. Right? No that's, shade. That's how you... There's no awnings. There's no anything. And all that shit was made of metal. Right. Yeah, it's all hot. Some plastic, but metal. So going down that slide, I mean, you're literally getting like I can hear the noise. burn. Just yes. like... I can hear the noise. I can feel the temperature right now. Do you guys remember you the... You uh, brisket on that thing. What was the, the Hamburglar and the... Fry Guy? Is it Fry Guy? Yeah. What was the other characters? The purple one? The... Uh, Grimace. Grimace. Grimace, Yes. Do you remember no. the little, um, I guess, that? kind of horse-type deals where you'd ride on them? Yes. And they were like a little spring. Back and forth. Where you sit there and just go back and forth, back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Uh, and first of all, let me say this. Y'all are bringing up uh, McDonald's, and the whole time you're doing this, I'm thinking of coming to America. Now, they have the Whopper. No, I'm not sorry. They have the Big Mac. We have the it's McDowell's, right? McDowell's. McDowell's. We have the, they have the Golden Arch. We have the Golden M or whatever. Yeah, have you seen that before? Uh, it's been a long time. Yeah. So McDowell's is. Uh... Yeah, FYI, they're making a Coming to America Part Two. Ooh, okay. And I might watch that. Might not. I don't know. I think Eddie Murphy and Arsenio and everybody is on board for a second one. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Y'all guys want to get into barbecue fails, barbecue wins? I mean, I don't, I don't really know if we have any barbecue wins this week per se. Well, that's those those ribs you made. It's a barbecue win. I'll tell you that. That is true. That is true. They, they were delicious. They, they were, were very delicious. But barbecue fails. John, you're always failing. Give us one of yours. Uh, my food is phenomenal. <laughs> always flawless. I did do your uh, I did your poppers. You did? I did. How'd you uh, like them? I used a different seasoning. I just used something I had. I, so you did do my like poppers? I did oh, exactly how you said to do it, minus your seasoning. I used a keto-friendly... Whiskey. Uh, seasoning. Okay. And I, they were I love how people tell awesome. me... Hey, I did what you did, but I did something different. Right, I did. I did. Well, I just did it like yours, but I did it better. Yes, correct. Right, right. And I love how people always say, like, if they do it, it's always better. You know, I just, it's a good, simple recipe, guys. Well, it's it's kind of like, 
Oh, I went down the street. You told me to turn right, and I turned left. Yeah. It's going to be a different outcome. No, no, no. You know what Same. I mean? I went down the street and turned left. You be turned right. Yeah, you should turn right. It's fine. <laughs> I get it. Go ahead, John. Tell us about your fails again. Go ahead. I'm just kidding. Just Let joking. me just go ahead and start off a barbecue fail that Jan did. I was there. Well, it's got to be about Jan all the time. I, I mean, there's a lot of fails from Jan. Shit. It, it was Shit. it was right. you. I was there, yeah, and I probably should have known better. And this is more of a barbecue fail slash safety advisement slash don't do this at home kids type deal. And with football season right around the corner, a lot of tailgating going on, a lot of drinking, a lot of partying, a lot of like winning and losing, depending on who you're rooting for. I'll go back, flashback, maybe 10 years ago. Probably. So and we're uh, tailgating at the, the University of Houston, one of their football games, and love the team, love the, the campus, the stadium, which I think they've, they've got a new stadium. Not really sure what it's called now. It's um, T-D-E-C-Q-U or something. I don't know Jesus what it, Christ, dude. What just call, just call it a yeah, it's, it's a Cougar Stadium. I yeah, mean, it's do weird. you really have to get like a bank to come in in there and like <laughs> give you four hundred million dollars so you can name it some TDYJ underscore Stadium? I mean, it's, come on, guys. It's it's got to be the worst named stadium there is. Oh, it is. It's horrible. College wise, so, back then it was not called that. I think it was whatever it was called. It was not called that. But yeah, yeah, whatever it is. I don't think we were overly concerned about that at that time. I mean. <laughs> We're going there to drink beer, party, being a little bit younger. You don't plan for shit. You don't like, hey, look, all I need is a grill and a parking spot and a cooler, and I'm good. We're just going to have a good, good time. So we roll up, and I think we only cooked sausage that we were doing. Uh, we kept it simple, I think. And so and we rolled out the Old Smoky, right? That's right. So, Jan? That's right. When in doubt, go with that three-foot Old Smoky. It just, I mean, nowadays I think they have legs for those things nowadays, so, which is super great, but horrible just design, just being on the ground like that, and you have to bend over yeah. and 18 inches above the ground, you're hunched yeah. over, flipping shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a young man's grill. Right. Yeah. You think somebody said the same thing when they finally put legs on a chair? Because the chair's on the ground, like, oh, now they put legs on it. Boom! Now I can sit up. I'm gonna say. Yeah, they exactly said that. The first time <laughs> something had legs, they were like, oh, my Come God, this is so great. So, yes, I'm going to agree with you, Alden. Yes, they did. I'm sitting on the ground, and now, now I'm, I'm off the ground. ground. <laughs> yes. It's a chair. Yeah. Before that, it wasn't a chair. They were no. sitting on the ground. Well, you could still be sitting in a chair without legs on it. No, no you can't. So oh, okay. Let's end that conversation real quick. <laughs> okay, so we fire up the grill, fire up the tunes. Center partying, drinking, whatever, waiting for kickoff. I mean, we got there probably a couple hours early, so yeah. we're waiting for kickoff. Pre-gaming, son. Pre-gaming like a mofo. Of course, hey, shout out to uh, the Cougs and their stadium and whatever. They serve beer at the stadium. They do. Yeah, they do. They Which do. Some stadiums Not don't. very many Not colleges stadiums do. do that. Yeah. You know, Rice does, I believe. Penn State, mm, I think. Rice does. only does in like a certain section, like in the end zone. And you have to drink it there, and yeah. you can't take it to your seats. I think Penn State's one like that that you can Might be. Yeah. just go drink. you ever seen somebody beer bong like six beers in one section and then run back to your seat <laughs> to watch a game? That's what we do over there. It's disgusting. So, okay, so we drink, we cook, we eat, kickoffs approaching. We're like, all right, we need to tear stuff down. We need to get ready to rock, walk to the stadium because uh, there's probably good like maybe a couple of blocks that we have to get to the stadium. I think we had a table there. We had the old smoky or whatever, and so we're we're breaking stuff down. And, okay, so and obviously we we weren't in our right minds or whatever. So Jan and his infinite wisdom. It's probably it was probably group collective effort. No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna take credit for this one. First of all, it was a brand new old smoky for me. Just bought it. I'm I'm not putting this. Uh, You're not just gonna leave it out and have somebody steal no. it. You don't know. Like you can't trust college kids for one, right? Yeah, you can't trust they see college shit. kids. They, they, they want that. They're gonna take. I want that. an old smoky. Yeah, well, one for my little balcony. I got yeah. an apartment now. Great. So you can't leave it in the back of the truck. First, I was like putting the back of the truck. But I was like, oh, you can still see the top of it. Well, that's not gonna work. So I ended up pulling it out of the back of the truck, and then I, I've got a brand new Ford F one hundred and fifty at this time. 
So with the uh, weather guard floor mats, which are phenomenal, by the way. And so I figured, you know what? I'll just open the seats all the way up. And then, oh, guess what? This little old smoky fits. It fits right in the back seat. <laughs> so I did that. I you're, put it in the back seat. You're an idiot. And I closed the doors. <laughs> but mind you, I had been... We, when we pre-game, pre-game, it's like we're pre-gaming tonight. Pre-game. <laughs> pre-game that shit. Uh, uh, let me tell you, it was a pre-game. Like we, we may have, we may have played some beer pong with some other people. We may have just, we may have consumed a shit ton of alcohol in a short amount of period. Really, to be honest with you. So at that point, putting an old smoky in your vehicle is logical. And furthermore, why aren't more people doing it? Yeah, you know, I'm looking around like, huh. That's getting stolen. That's getting stolen. Right? I'm, I'm so even, smart. I'm not even in my right mind anymore. Right? But nobody says a word to me. Everybody's just like, yeah, okay, fine. Clean it up. Hurry. Put it up. Boom. Because I'd already done so many different things. Right? So I put it in there. I shut the door. And I was kind of like, ha. Last laugh on y'all. <laughs> done. <laughs> and locked doors. This is like a six-month-old vehicle, by the way, guys. Did not so, crack the windows or at all. No, it's a brand new 2009 F-150, right? I'm kind of glad I didn't crack the window because I don't want to introduce any more oxygen to that, to what already happened. <laughs> but yeah, so we go to the game. And wait, as we're wait, I, you said 2009, so yeah. you were a, an adult at this point. It was a drunk adult, so that was <laughs> the difference. So as we're walking to the stadium, we come across. Uh, what I, I guess is the back end of the art building at U of H, and there's a dumpster. And then as we get closer, we notice a human-like figure popping out of the dumpster. And we're like, whoa, what is this? And it's probably like from uh, maybe a good 10, 12 feet off the sidewalk is where we're walking. We're like, whoa, hold up a second. Is me, Jan, uh, who else is there? Felipe. Felipe. Uh, Dusty. 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 Anthony. Anthony, your yeah. son. Yeah, he's probably there too. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we see this doll and we're like, oh, time out, guys. Let's just go see what this is. So we, we go to the dumpster and we, we pull out this doll and it's a life-size paper mache doll that is covered in Playboy pictorials so it's boobies everywhere and we're like what is happening with this like somebody made this is it a male doll or a female doll it was female. a female doll okay female yeah. doll boobies yep she had boobies on her boobies <laughs> she <laughs> she literally had boobies on her she, boobies she was well in town and i quit saying boobs, boobies. On boobs on boobs boobies just sounds like whatever that sounds very like she had a nice uh, little rack greenish right let's be honest so it's um, just the the Playboy pictorials. There's no clothes on this thing. No, no clothes. Just just the magazine pages. Just it's all it. over. Paper mache. Uh, any articles? There Did you read no the articles? No articles. That's so weird. <laughs> Did you I read? looked. I looked for articles. <laughs> Reading James, articles is James bad. read the articles. Because James wants to read those things. And I I was clearly looking for the pictures, but yeah. So we we find this, and then initially we name her because that's what you do when you find find stuff that you you want to keep like you get a dog you name your dog right then we found paper mache chastity so we named her chastity that's what we did we actually tried to take her to the game and <laughs> it's, it wasn't just playboy which playboy is is very conservative sometimes compared to like other like penthouse and whatever else hustler this, yeah this thing was not conservative this was like a bunch of different magazines raunchy mashed together yeah they were like not doing that. So we, we ran back, put Chastity up uh, in the back of the truck, and then we scurried off to the game just to watch U of H. I'm pretty sure U of yeah. H kicked, kicked the shit out of whoever it was. So they, how ninja did y'all have to be to get that out of the dumpster without anybody seeing y'all? Just grabbed it. Damn thing was hanging. In the it was barely even in the dumpster. Yeah, just, no, no ninja whatsoever. We're talking about dumpster stuff here lately, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I this wonder is, if they had a permit to do that. This is the trash that. episode. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Maybe Here's that guy that threw it in there went to jail. Yeah. So, yeah, U of H kicked butt. We rolled back to the parking spot. We're, we're celebrating. We busted the cooler out back again. Uh, we busted out Chastity. 
And we got Chastity on her shoulders just rolling around the whole parking lot. And people are coming up just taking pictures and just like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Whatever. So <laughs> the barbecue pit is still in the truck. So we do come back uh, from the game. We do rage. Uh, I did forget about the barbecue pit. So I, I go and open the door. And I'm like, damn, you know, there's freaking barbecue pits in here. That's crazy, you know. I pull it out. Uh, we, we pack up stuff. We put it in the back of the truck. We've got like six of us with this, right? Everybody gets in the vehicle. I think James drives. I'm, not, I'm just like, hey, I've been drinking. I can't drive, right? I'm responsible. We, we get home. We, I think we hung Chastity on James's basketball goal, goal post. Yeah, goal post with, with, with her arm like she was slamming, <laughs> slamming a ball through. And then we went to bed. And that's really about all I like. I don't really remember. I don't remember the ride home. I don't really because this point, like, I met a, a person at U of H that basically, I don't know, through charm or through luck or just just being funny or whatever, allowed me to get free refills on my beer anytime that I wanted. So I just kept going back. Sometimes I never left the beer stadium. I just stood by them, talked to them a little bit. And as I got done, I put my beer down, and they fill it up. And I was like, okay, thank you. And I just keep drinking with them. Like, they weren't drinking. I was just drinking. I got so ballsy that I went back and got dusty or whatever. I was like, yeah, hey, you want a drink? That's fine. I'll get it for you. And I, I came up with two cups. I was like, hey, hey, and you get both these cups filled up. Thanks, ma'am. You know, perfect. No problem. You know, so I, I couldn't drive home. And uh, next morning, I get up, and I am, I am furious. I am so mad. I open up truck door and I get in the vehicle and I close it I'm like something fucking died in my truck what is going on like this is not what happened in here like you know what smoldering fire is in your vehicle it just goes like smoking in your vehicle for like 20 years that's what it smelled like I literally got out I was like this is not going to work what happened I'm searching everywhere then I find like this fine white dirt in the back seat of my truck like the back floorboard it's everywhere I'm like, who the fuck put dirt in my truck, <laughs> right? Because I don't know what happened. So I'm furious about that. I'm, I'm just aggravated, agitated. It didn't take until somebody told me, he's like, hey, you put that barbecue pit in the back seat. And once somebody said that, it, the light hit, and I was like, man, those were ashes. I could have burned my damn truck down. It was brand new. No, so I'm an idiot. No one's don't, arguing that. Yeah. that. That's a huge barbecue yeah. fail. But don't ever put a lit barbecue pit well first of all i don't have to say this like if you have if you don't know this then by all means please do it uh but don't put a freaking lit barbecue pit in the back yeah. seat of your vehicle. if they don't know that they're not old enough to even comprehend what we're talking yeah. about so. i know man alcohol hey, bad decisions there's probably right? some dude fear and listening sense. to this podcast that like may have done it yeah may have done it maybe it may have been some or hey there's there's younger you Somewhere out there, right? Jan did it, so people they're probably, probably will do the, it. They're probably going to UH, Here's the deal. UH game it, this weekend, and so, I guarantee you, somebody's probably getting a barbecue pit left inside their car. I, I'm gonna tell you right now. So on the bottom of the, which I thought I was covering whatever, but on the bottom of the old Smokey has a little flute or the the where you get the, the ashes vent, out the, 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 the hole, right? Yeah. It, it allows them to drop through. So I did close that up. I was like. It's going to heat up, but it's not going to burn down, right? Yeah, I, I totally dropped ashes everywhere, and it almost destroyed my vehicle. <laughs> How long did it take to get the, the stench out? It took probably two months. Yeah, it was horrible. That's a that's a fail, for mm. sure. Mm-hmm. For yeah, barbecue sure. fail. Don't put a lit barbecue pit in the backseat of your vehicle. It's not going to work out. You probably would have much rather it gotten stolen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's a old smoky? Thirty bucks or something? Forty right. bucks? Yes. Okay. It's not worth the interior. Hey, when you got two kids and you're twenty nine or something, I guarantee you the thieves. That, that money been... wasn't flowing back. Yeah. Then. Well, I guarantee you the thieves would have been smart enough to dump the ashes out and take off with it. I'm out of here. Yeah, I remember actually putting it in the back of the vehicle right now, <laughs> and watching the ashes fall. I'm like, it's eh, gonna be good. It's rubber. It's gonna burn. Do you guys want to play a game that I like to call New Rapper Name or Rapper Name that I just made up using Google Autocorrect? Yeah, uh, I think I can tell the difference. All right, let's do it. Okay. 
I'm going to read you a name. You tell me if this is actual rapper name, rapper or, name, or if it's something that I just made up. Cool, cool, yeah, got it. Read on. Are you asking us individually? Nope. Or can we just chime in? I'm going to ask you guys collectively. Ring your buzzer. Okay. Ring your buzzer. Raise your no. hand. No buzzer. Just go. Raise your hand. Okay. First one, little waterbed. That's made up. Little waterbed. Little. Not little. Waterbed. Little. Little or little. L I made up. Little waterbed. John. Yeah, it sounds dumb. That's got to be made up. That is a real rapper. I think I was going to say. I, I would think so. That's a real rapper. Why would you think so? Why would you think that's a real rapper? Because we see all like, kinds of crazy. Did names, he man. change his name? No, that's his God-given name, Little <laughs> Little Waterbed. No, his rapper name. <laughs> what the? F- he uh, he might have changed his name too. I, I don't know. Okay, we got Lil Booty Call. Yeah, Lil Booty Call. That's a real. I one. would say if that's not a real one, it should be. I'm gonna say yeah too. It is a real rapper. Okay. Yes. Nice. What about Lil Toenail? No. I'm going to go. Anything yes with Lil in front of it? I'm is going yes. Probably going to be okay to say yes, it's a rapper. It's not. But I'm going to say yes. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. What's wrong with you, Lil Toenail? What is wrong with people? Get your <laughs> shit together. I thought man. Bob was a bad rapper. Name. Get your life together, just- bro. Are, are they just putting Lil and just like... Lil. L-I-L. Randomly coming up with, with words and going, yeah. this Why is my rapper name. What words are left that aren't already hey. a right. rapper name? Hey, Toenail. Hey, Nell. Hey, Nell. How's it going? <laughs> hey, Mr. Toenail. Uh, can I get you a water? Does that sound weird to you? <laughs> Lil Water Bottle? Yeah. That would probably be a rapper name. It probably could be. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about... Booty chain. Booty what? Booty chain. Booty chain. Booty chain. Hey, Mr. Booty chain. Uh, I'm going to go with that's true. Yeah, is it yeah. little little booty chain or just nope. booty, booty chain? Booty chain. Nah, it's not real. I would, I would have, have to real. say. That's real. There's a lot of chains in the rap game, man. I would have to say that's true. True chain. It's a real one. Yeah. Damn it. I'm bad at you this. You suck. Uh, I just didn't think there's that many stupid people. Yeah. We got little hours left. <laughs> no, nope. That one actually makes sense. Little, Little hours, hours left. left. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say, say no on that one. I'm saying that one is too. I feel like you're just giving us all ones that are. I just made that up. Okay. What about email the booty? <laughs> I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no on that one. That's pretty random. I'm gonna say yes, just because. How do you come up with that? Nope. It's not. Not. Dang it, I'm so this. bad at this. Because it's not an actual email oh address. Yeah. Come on, man. Okay, so... Can we do this with country singers? We probably could. Yeah. Rascal Lil Nas X. We got... <laughs> dollar sign, dollar, dollar sign? Wait, like, written out? Dollar sign, dollar, dollar? Or is it dollar sign, dollar sign? Dollar sign, dollar, dollar sign. Oh, that's totally real. I would have to say that's yeah. probably real. Yeah, I'm going to go with the crowd... That's made up. God dang it. You're pretty good at Which part? <laughs> All of it. Okay. Oh, man. I am so bad at this. Lil Soda Boy? Yes, that's real. Lil Soda Soda Boy. boy. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say it's real, too. I'm going to say n- probably negative on that one because that's, that's too close to Soldier Boy, and I don't know that he would like that. That's a real one. Damn it. If who would like Soldier Boy didn't like... Soda Boy? Little Soda Boy. Oh, uh, Water Boy. Now we're that's getting, a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it is a great movie. <laughs> Little House Phone. <laughs> Little House Phone. <laughs> I, I feel like some people are going to get like, creative, but. Little Landline? I mean, <laughs> <Right>. come on. <laughs> Little Internets? <laughs> internets? Little. Internets with an S. Dollar sign. Internets. Mm. That is an actual rapper, by the way. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, something's wrong. Uh, maybe it's okay to cry. That is a uh, chick with dad issues. It's okay to, and cry she's a rapper. It's uh, true. I think. I don't know, but it's a real rapper's name. It's probably a, a chick with dad issues. 
Pookie terrific. Poop. That might be Pookie. his th- pooping terrific. Oh, Pookie. I, thought you, I thought you said cooking Pookie terrific. Pookie. 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 Come on, Pookie. Pookie terrific. That is definitely Pookie a rap T. name. That's Google autocorrect. Yeah, uh, what were they trying to say? Did it tell you? Nah, it's just what I was typing in my phone. Oh, so you're typing stuff. Yeah, I was texting, nice. typing words. Who are you texting? Whatever was popping up is what I, we came up with the fake ones. Who are you texting? I, I have no clue. Just I, texting? I was texting you, Alden. Okay. <laughs> but I never sent it. Yeah, so look for that one, okay? Leave me alone? No. That's not real. Real <laughs> rapper. How do they come up with these names? Leave. All right, guys. Really love doing this. Had a blast. See you next time. Yeah, super fun, guys. Send us your emails. Grab them in the brisket at gmail.com. Hit all us up the socially. Platforms, all the platforms. Any questions. Good, uh, bad, and indifferent. We yeah, love it all. We want to hear it all. We're already getting like super amazing like feedback from everybody. So we love it. Keep it up. Absolutely. Till next week. Peace out. Just grab them in the brisket.